the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Have you ever wondered... Have you ever wondered what you're doing? Have you ever wondered where you're going? Have you ever wondered how you're doing? See, three questions of all leaders, where am I now, where am I going, and what will it take to get there, and how long? Today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to bring some things together. You know, over the last few weeks, I've been talking about the seven things that we need to become the best version of ourselves. And what I've been doing is I've been packing the list uh, over the last few weeks. If you think about all the experiences, all the trauma, all the wants and or desires mean very little without action. We can say we believe, but do we believe enough to do something about it? See, now that you know, the old saying is, what are you going to do about it? And so today, we're going to spend the next hour of power on a simple concept, becoming you. It's harvest time. You see, over the last few weeks, I've been uh, on the road a lot. I've been in Sturgis, changing life, starting with myself. Uh, I've been in Arkansas. Uh, I've been all over the place. Well, because I believe that I'm supposed to, I believe that as I'm leading and guiding you, that I'm supposed to be a good example. The old saying is a picture's worth a thousand, right? A picture's worth a thousand what? 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 Words. Do you realize how easy it is to speak words? Words are nothing more than a whole bunch of letters put together without the energy to back them up. Now we understand this politically, right? Depending on if you have an R or a D after your name depends on how much truth you have to have, right? Uh, If you have an R after your name, everything's a lie and everything's going to be trashed by the state-run media and the deep state. If you have a D after your name, whether you like it or not, maybe you're a D, that's fine. But you can say whatever you want. And it has no repercussions because there is no standard. You can say what sounds right, what feels right, what gets you votes in the now moment because you know that you have a media that's complicit. And so they'll never hold your feet to the fire. But if you are after your name, but let's consider this eternally now. Forget things of this world. Is it okay to be held to a higher standard? Held to a higher standard, what is the worst thing that can happen? 
You know, the old saying is, I'd rather live my life like there was a God and then come to the very end of my life and find out there wasn't one. And by the way, you would never find out there wasn't one. Because if you live your life as if there was a God and there's, let's say, just so absolutely one, you'd never know the difference. However, if you lived your life like there was not a God and you did whatever your flesh feels like, only to come to the end of your life and to find out not only is there God, but that word of his was true, that it is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And the, another part in that scripture says, it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of a living God. And so today, on Like It Matters Radio, I'm going to kind of wrap up the list. You know, I created a list, seven things we need to become us. And I've broken them down individually, some of them. But I'll give you a list real quick. Look back, learning, reframing, truth therapy. Those are three I've covered uh, in detail. There's four left, emotional intelligence, vision, purposeful operating system, and action. Now, I've covered all seven of these in general. But today, I'm going to wrap up those last four because I really believe it is those last four that really cause us to take action. And that really is number seven. The last one is action. Do something. But before we get into the meat and taters, let's start with a little light prose. It's called Looking Back. It's a poem by one of my favorite poets, Edgar Albert Guest. I might have been rich if I'd wanted the gold instead of the friendships I've made. I might have had fame if I'd sought for renown the hours when I purposely played. Now I'm standing today on the far edge of life, and I'm just looking backward to see what I've done with the years and the days that were mine and all that has happened to me. I haven't built much of a fortune to leave to those who shall carry my name, and nothing I've done shall entitle me now to a place on the tablets of fame. But I've loved the great sky and its spaces of blue, I've lived with the birds and the trees. I've turned from the splendor of silver and gold to share in such pleasures as these. I've given my time to the children who came. Together we've romped and we've played. And I wouldn't exchange the glad hours spent with them for the money I might have made. I chose to be known and be loved by the few and was deaf to the plaudits of men. And I'd make the same choice should the chance come to me to live my life over again. I've lived with my friends and I've shared in their joys, known sorrow with all of its tears. I've harvested much from my acres of life, though some say I've squandered my years. For much that is fine has been mine to enjoy, and I think I've lived to my best. And I have no regret as I'm nearing the end for the goal that I might have possessed. What's the payoff? You know, there's always a payoff. See, I'm a scientist by nature. And what I share on this radio show, I guess, uh, I guess there are some opinions. We're all opinionated. Well, but, but what I want to share with you is science. Transactional analysis, the science of communication, and Dr. Eric Burns' work about how we create experience through communication. The transactional analysis is stimulus and response. It's called a transaction. 
emotional intelligence, the right emotion, the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct to the right person, neuro-linguistic programming, basically God's instruction manual for the human experience. Multiple intelligences, Dr. Howard Gardner's work in Harvard about how we learn and what an intelligence is. And then I wrap it all, sociology, biology, theology, physiology, psychology, and I wrap it up in the Word of God. But, you know, you can have all the dreams, you can have all the desires, but here's the key. If you're not doing something about it. See, years ago, God gave me a chunk. It's called the three steps to becoming your dreams. Keep it simple, soldier. We get confused very easily today. The devil's really working hard at us. It's the fifth uh, generational warfare, it's called. It's the battle of the narrative, the battle of the thought control. That's why social media is banning. That's why social media puts you in jail. That's why the media attacks certain songs and certain movies uh, that promote a theme that they don't like. So you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. You got to know why you're here. But you need to know that there are only three steps to becoming your dreams. You got to know what you want. What do you want so bad that you're willing to be uncomfortable? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that it's okay if you're canceled or thrown in Facebook jail? You got to have desire. You got to have creative discontent, which brings us the second thing. You got to create it. So now that you know what you want, begin with the end in mind. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel like? And impossible? What does it smell like? What does it taste like? Why? Because you'll never give your life for a lie. Because if someone says they love you and you don't believe they love you, you feel unloved. So you got to know what you want. You got to create it. But the third step is to live it. Why would you create all these dreams? Why would you work on yourself so hard and then not follow through? And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about becoming you. And it's harvest time. That means it's time to get some payoff. So stay tuned because I'm going to help you get what you deserve. I'll be right back. It's not a one-time event that you get something out of and then you go home. This is an application that I've been using and I will use for the rest of my life. Hey, this is Brett from Sacramento. I'm a recent graduate of Leadership Awakening. I've taken leadership courses from the military and work, and I've been on self-help journeys my whole life, but Scott Black's Leadership Awakening course is so different than anything I've ever taken or seen and we all have the same kind of needs. I learned how to prioritize what was important in my life through leadership. Scott chops everything into bite-sized pieces so it's easily digestible. The gift that I got out of that course was something that will be with me for the rest of my life. Everybody needs this. It is life-changing. To learn when you can attend the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. IBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At IBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. IBelieve.com. Take your investment knowledge to new heights this year on the 2023 Eagle Financial Publications Cruise. 
Join us along with The Money Show on a luxury voyage to the Caribbean and learn from top financial experts like George Gilder and Mark Skelson through workshops and seminars. Relax and refresh, all while discussing investment strategies with like-minded individuals. Secure your spot today at EagleFinancialCruise.com. That's EagleFinancialCruise.com. Eagle Financial is a division of Salem Media Group. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Hi, I'm Ronnie Deutsch, and if you or your business owe money to the IRS, I've got great news for you. Tax laws have changed. Billions of dollars are earmarked for IRS Fresh Start programs. And if you qualify, you can literally save tens of thousands of dollars. Listen, I know what you're going through. Call me if you want to speak with a tax attorney or tax professional for free. 800-246-1687. 800-246-1687. If I was your mother and you had a drug problem, I'd grab you by the ear and make you call and get help. You can be in treatment tomorrow and start to get clean in seven days. Follow mom's advice and call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. Write this number down. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. 800-210-7907. That's 800-210-7907. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. I got an audience of one today. It's Mr. Black. I got little Gary. I got my little kitty. I did a radio show about him, Gary. He uh, had to jump up on my table right here now. He's flopped belly up looking at Danny. Go, what are you doing, Dad? Why are you talking in that little microphone thing? So... I want you to know my radio show has an extra listener day, and I'm gonna I'm on stage, so uh, I'm gonna do a little bit better, right? A little bit better, okay? So today we are talking about seven things we need to become us. It's a list I created a while back, and I've been sharing it over the last couple of weeks. And the list is look back learning. We need to be able to learn from our past. Reframing. We've got to be able to reframe some things from our past because here's the problem. No one responds to reality, you respond to our map reality. And really what matters is not what happens to us. What matters is how we frame it, how we explain it to ourselves. Sorry, I had to get my cat off the thing. How we explain it to ourselves. We got to have some true therapy, which right, as we're explaining things, we got to make sure that we're not being emotionally hijacked. Right? There's three arguments, right? You got the pathos, you got the ethos, uh, and you got the logos. One's emotional, one's meritous, you know, driven by your values and all that, and one is uh, logical. And so you've got to decide how you're doing. Is it just an emotional argument, or are you actually logical with what you're putting together? So emotional intelligence is the ability to have the right emotion with the right intensity at the right time for the right reason, direct toward the right person. And this is not easy. That's why you need it. Which brings us to vision. And, you know, we talk about this thing called vision. And the Bible says without a vision, people perish. And what that means is that without a vision, without a word from God, people can't function. So can you take action? I'm sorry, I'm being assaulted by a cat here. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, so I want to bring up something. 
an article from September 14th, 1860. Did you hear that? September 14th, 1860. Now, here's an interesting name, Blondin. Right? How many people do you know Blondin? So the article is this, Blonda, Blondin crosses Niagara, balances on tightrope. Charles Blondin, acrobat, today performed the incredible stunt of crossing the Niagara Falls on a tightrope high over the water. Balancing precariously on stilts, he made several trips across, one of them while blindfolded, pushing a whalebarrow. These earlier stunts provided the experience necessary for this, the most daring trip of all. The rope used by Blondin was 1,100 feet long and was strung 160 feet above the Roaring Falls. And a huge crowd held its breath as it watched the Frenchman in his daring, dangerous feats defying gravity. Incredible picture of this man on stilts, on a tightrope above Niagara Falls. Stunning. And so here's an article I had found. I just got a picture because I wanted to see what it looked like. And it says this, in the 19th century, the greatest tightrope walker in the world was a man named Charles Blondin. On June 30th, 1859, he began the first man in history to walk on a tightrope across Niagara Falls. Over 25,000 people gathered to watch him walk 1,100 feet, suspended on a tiny rope, 160 feet above the raging waters. He worked without a net or safety harness of any kind. The slightest slip would prove fatal. When he safely reached the Canadian side, the crowd burst into a mighty roar. In the days that followed, he would walk across the falls many times. Once he walked across on stilts. Another time he took a chair and a stove with him and sat down midway across and cooked an omelet and ate it. Once he carried his manager across riding piggyback. And once he pushed a wheelbarrow across loaded with 350 pounds of cement. On another occasion, he asked the cheering spectators if they thought he could push a man across sitting in a wheelbarrow. A mighty roar of approval rose from the crowd. Spying a man cheering loudly, he asked, Sir, do you think I could safely carry you across in this wheelbarrow? He said, Yes, of course. Get in, the great Blondin replied with a smile. And the man refused. Did you hear me? The man refused. See, this is what I want to talk about today. This word called believe. If you really believed, would you act differently? See, today we're talking about becoming you, and today we're talking about action. Because you can say you believe. You can say you're committed. You can say all this other stuff. But are you willing get in the wheelbarrow? See, this is why it's important to know who you are. It's important to know whose you are. It's important to know why you're here. It's important to know whose you are. Because it is appointed for man to die one time and then comes the judgment. And in my training, I see this all the time. I talk to people all the time. I'm getting ready to head to Vegas. I'm getting ready to head to Vegas. And people have signed up. They paid $2,500. Some of them are going willingly. Some of them are going because they're mandated to go. 
Some are gone because their company sent them. Some are gone because their spouse came back and it changed their life. And we talk to all of them before they go. And they all want something. They all want more. They all want to be better at this, better at that. They want their spouse to be nicer. They want more happiness. They want more love. They want their uh, kids to do this. They want their boss to do this. They want their God to do this. They want, anybody hear it? Want all this stuff. But do you believe? And I don't mean believe like, yeah, I believe that today's a new day. I don't mean believe, yeah, I believe my kids like me or love me. I mean, are you willing to get in wheelbarrow? Because on this list of seven things we need to become us, I'll go through the list again. I'll put it, I'll keep saying it in order without you realizing. Look back learning, reframing, truth therapy, emotional intelligence, vision, purposeful operating system. And the very last one, which is so important, is the bookend, is action. Do something. That's the key. Are you willing to do something? We talked about it before a break. There are three steps to becoming your dreams. Want it, create it, live it. Want it's about desire. It's about creative di- discontent. Do you realize so many people are unemotionally involved? They're not emotionally involved. They're afraid to be emotionally involved. Matter of fact, I told you, God's had me in the woodshed about the last eight weeks. I'm an emotive guy. Pathos is my friend, but I also like logos, and I also like ethos. I'm pretty balanced. But I know what I want, and it burns inside of me. It's a desire. It's creative discontent. It's stirred up. When was the last time you were stirred up? People are so numb. God told me, listen, Black, Mr. Black, come forth. You've been dead. You walked out about 11 years ago. You had something happen to someone who's very close to you, and you couldn't believe it happened, and you threw your hands up, and you said, I don't want to do this anymore. And so I stopped going too high because I've been tired of being disappointed and stopped going too low because I know the pain of this world. And so even though my my comfort zone is much bigger than most, even though I still, when I show up, I give all I got. I was given from an empty tank. And so God says, time to get emotionally involved again. I was so working to be what everybody else wanted me to be. I was so busy putting everybody else's needs and opinions above mine. I was so busy believing the lies of the enemy that I'm not this and I'm not that, that I'm not worthy. So much so that, yeah, I was still giving all I had. But it's only so much you can give when your tank's on an eighth of a tank and you got a thousand-mile journey in front of you. Something's got to give. And so you got to know what you want and be emotionally involved. you got to be stirred up, creative discontent. But you got to believe you can do something about it, which brings the next thing is create it. Create it is about beginning with the end of the mind. You realize why most people don't accomplish goals is because they don't make them real. So you have a left side of your brain where you store stuff and a right side of your brain where you create stuff. And the problem is that your unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. And so you got to begin with the end of mind, make it real. What do we call real? Things that you can see, things that you can hear, things that you can touch and possibly smell and taste. Your brain is a sensory-based organ. Everything you experience is stored in the senses. Once you experience life one time, it's then restored. It's relived, if you will, through the memories. 
and your unconscious mind does not differentiate between Hollywood and reality. It treats all pictures as if. So you got to put a picture in there of who you want to be. You got to put a picture in there of what you want to be. Like you could put a sound in there of what you the new you sounds like. You got a feeling in there what you live into your life at the fullest extent feels like. That makes it real. Would you give your life for a lie? No, most people want to give for the truth. But once you make something real, you create that desires there. It creates the law of attraction. It pulls you. It's kind of like men. When you see that woman, you got to have her. You love her. You want to spend the life with her. You're salivating. You're, you can't think about anything else. You go to bed thinking about her. You wake up thinking about her. You salivate. You, ah. When was the last time you felt that way about your life, about your purpose, about your vision? But see, you can want it all you want and then even create it. But if you're not willing to live it, what does it matter? See, will is a statement of commitment. I will. I am. What are you willing to do? What do you want so bad that you're willing to risk looking like a fool? What do you want so bad that you're willing to be uncomfortable? What do you want so bad that you're willing to stand alone? See, you could have all this other stuff in place, but if you don't take action, if you don't do something, you can have all the dreams in the world, but if you don't take action, why? I'm Black, and today we're talking about becoming you. It's harvest time. We'll be right back after these messages. You're a work in progress, a little more, a little more. constantly under construction. That's good. To build your productive life, you need the right tools from Mr. Black and Like It Matters Radio. A good golfer has a great caddy who shares the load and understands the course. Hire Mr. Black as your life caddy to live more fulfilling and successfully. If you want to get to the next level and beyond both personally and professionally, Sign up for Mr. Black's Immersive Leadership Awakening class. It's the most powerful, transformational two days you will ever experience. Stay in touch with Mr. Black and the change connected to him on your schedule with his daily podcast. Search Living Like It Matters wherever you get your podcasts. Walk along with Mr. Black as he goes to God's Instruction Manual. It's manna from the Word of God with Mr. Black's Bible teaching at wayofwarrior.blog. Build yourself up like it matters and get everything God has for you. Go to likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Hey, it's Mike from Chanhassen. The storm damage that we had was uh, golf ball size hail chunks, and it cracked some of the, the existing tiles. Putting this roof on, it, it's a little complicated. We had to take our copper gutters off that JTR helped us out on, and uh, you needed some roofers that really knew what they were doing and we also uh, had some damage uh, on some of the sliding doors facing the lake where we live off of and they were able to work with Marvin and we are we'll be putting the windows in with help from JTR on that also. JTR probably I think what really stood out to both my wife and myself was they showed up prior to the workers starting to work every other morning just to make sure things were right and the timing of it and the respect of the property and everything else, the workers were terrific. And, and me and my wife, Lisa, would definitely recommend JTR Roofing. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. 
Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business and you may be paying too much. Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters. Inspiration, education, and application. After today's radio show, I'm heading to Vegas. We have a closed class. It's closed. It's nice to have a closed class. Twelve people. We're actually at 13 overbooked, but uh, one of the people chickened out. She, uh, Her boyfriend said, well, it's a multi-level marketing company. We're just pushing products. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's all. I don't sell a single thing in class. I give away more classes than I actually sell. Uh, I have to have a 501c3 so people can donate money, so can take care of our orphanage in Africa, take care of our scientists in India, take care of a Jimbo with Christ Satisfies Ministries in Tampa Bay, uh, take care of uh, uh, Kawuki, our, our orphanages in Uganda, take care of Mudalamina's family in Gambia. Boy, wasn't it amazing? See, the truth has nothing to do with it. Fear. Fear is a liar. Uh, and there are forces out there that are going to work to do everything they can to keep people from growing. There is a battle going on. And this is why some of you go, oh, well, uh, it's, it's, why is he talking about religion? you got to move beyond religion. Some of you have been hurt and offended. you got to deal with it, man. you got to deal with it. Some of you are so bitter against God and the same religion. And bitterness against anything is a problem. There's dis-ease. Your bitterness is destroying you. Your bitterness is killing you. The body releases 63 known chemicals. And your bitterness, whether it be about God or mommy or daddy, is destroying you because it is causing your body to release toxins in your body. You're poisoning yourself. You're poisoning yourself. But it's not about religion. I hate religion. Jesus, when he walked this planet, railed against religious people. Religion is a set of things that if man does this, God has to accept them. Religion is a pattern that mandates God except man. Why do you think God hated religion? And where he said, true religion is this, you take care of people that can't take care of themselves. It's taking care of the widows, taking care of the orphans, go into prison and visit people who've done bad things, who don't deserve anything but hell and death, just like us. It's about understanding. Matter of fact, Thomas Sowell. Now, Thomas Sowell, I love, I think he just turned 80. He's one of the great thinkers of our time. Uh, now, I haven't heard him talk a lot, but I don't hear Thomas Sowell quoting Scripture a lot. I believe he's a man of God. I don't know. But one of my favorite books is a book called Conflict of Visions by Con uh, Thomas Sowell. It's called The Unconstrained Vision and The Constrained Those are the two visions, and there is the conflict. So Conflict Visions is a book by Thomas Sowell. It was originally published in 1987. 
So going on 40 years ago, a revised edition appeared in 2007. Soul's opening chapter attempts to answer the question of why the same people tend to be political adversaries in issue after issue when the issues vary enormously in subject matter and sometimes hardly seem connected to one another. The root of these conflicts, Sowell claims, are the visions or the intuitive feelings that people have about, quote, human nature. Different visions imply radically different consequences for how they think about everything from war to justice. The rest of the book describes two basic visions, the constrained and unconstrained visions, which are thought to capture opposite ends of the continuum of political thought on which one can place many contemporary Westerners. And so it's really interesting, the unconstrained vision. Listen, Saul argues that the unconstrained vision relies heavily on the belief that human nature is essentially good. Now, if that doesn't bother you, that statement, I know that you don't have a relationship with God, that you do not believe in the God of the Bible. Because the Bible is clear, man is wicked. Even Jesus was asked when uh, uh, the rich young ruler approached him and said, oh, good rabbi. And Jesus said to him, who is good? Only God is good. That's why only the good die young. That's a false statement to begin with because who is good? Only God is good. So Saul goes on to say that those with an unconstrained vision distrust decentralized processes and are impatient with large institutions and some systematic processes that constrain human action. See, they believe that man is the, the solver of all problems. That's really what it is. They believe there's an ideal solution to every problem that compromise is never acceptable. Collateral damage is merely the price of moving forward on the road to perfection. Soul often refer to them as the self-anointed, right? That's the deep state. That's the state-run media. That's why if you're a Democrat right now, the media is part of your party. So the Democrats can get away with saying, doing anything. Remember, they impeached Donald Trump four times or whatever on a phone call. But you got a guy who's been paid off for years he's enriched his family 20 million dollars used his governorship to uh, to to embezzle he's treasonous he's not controlling our border is we're not a nation of laws but yet everybody's okay with that but look every time biden does something it's uncovered they hit another thing on trump and really some of you are happy that this guy donald trump who has nothing to do with your life is uh, got another subpoena or got another indictment. Some of you revel like it's a great day because somebody else hurt. You might want to go back to 1 Corinthians 13. Love doesn't revel in other people's pain, and someday you're going to be on the other end, and who's going to be there for you? Now, the constrained vision. Sol argues that the constrained vision relies heavily on the belief that human nature is essentially unchanging and that man is naturally inherently self-interested regardless of the best intentions. Those with a constrained vision prefer the system, uh, systematic process of the rule of law and experience of tradition. Compromise is essential because there are no ideal solutions, only trade-offs. Those with a constrained vision favor solid empirical evidence and time-tested structures and processes over intervention and personal experience. Experience. Ultimately, the constrained vision demands checks and balances and refuses to accept that all people could put aside their innate self-interest. Thomas Sowell's Economic Inequality, Intellectuals and Society book, intellectuals are defined as idea workers that exercise profound influence on policymakers and public opinions, but are often not directly accountable for the results. So why do you need to know this? Because one thing that we all have to deal with is people. Right, we're all a people. We look in the mirror, and we're in the people business. And what you got to understand right now is people are struggling. 
Look at this. Mayhem in the skies. This is from an article August 4th. Chaos erupting at 30,000 feet. Commonplace as former air marshal reveals cause fueling it all. Unruly pastor incidents have increased by 50% globally in 2022 over 2021. A recent report from the International Air Transportation Association suggests that unruly pastor incidents on airplanes are on the rise. In the U.S. alone, 250 unruly passengers causes cases have been referred to the FBI for prosecution. 250. How about this one? Report, Minnesota justices treat whites more harshly. The state of Minnesota is all but destroyed by numerous police reforms based on the narrative that blacks are treated more harshly in the criminal justice system. But a new study out by the American Experiment has blown the story up and makes them wonder why the safety of citizens has been placed at risk based on a lie. The prevailing narrative about race in Minnesota's criminal justice system is that there are a disproportionate number of blacks and white offenders within the criminal justice system to that of the general public, and those differences represent unwarranted disparities, which are born out of policies and practices that unfairly treat people of color. This narrative has become foundational in nearly all criminal justice system policy development, but it's a lie. Until recently, the data needed to fact-check these claims has been unavailable. unavailable. But David Zimmer, policy fellow at Center of the American Experiment, took the data, and what he discovered should make every citizen state furious. Zimmer used offender data and other traditional data sets from 2021 and compared white and black adult offenders as they traveled through Minnesota's criminal justice system. And he said, quote, black Minnesotans are, in fact, disproportionately represented in the criminal justice system compared to the proportion of the general population. However, this disparate representation is warranted. It's not unjustly. It is justified due to one undeniable yet stubbornly dismissed fact. Listen, people, black Minnesotans commit a disproportionate amount of crime, especially serious crimes likely to result incarceration. The fact is critical to acknowledge if a serious fact-based evaluation of current criminal justice system disparities is to take place. The data shows that blacks represent nine times more criminal offenders overall and ten times more serious than whites. And they represent one-third of the, of the population of whites and 17% of the entire population in whole. But you could do everything right. Nowadays, at 17, 18, 20 years old, healthy people just die. Rising cycle star Magnus White dead at 17 after incident while training for a major event. Magnus White is a 17-year-old American cyclist who was training in Colorado ahead of the upcoming world championship in Scotland, was struck by a vehicle and died near his home. 17 years old. Mayhem in the sky. We become an openly racist country as long as you have the right type of racism, as long as you hate white people and worship black people. Now, that is what's going on around us. That's the reality. See, we got to understand our flexibility. We might not be able to control what's going on in the world. We might not be able to control the narrative. We might not be able to control who gets elected. We might not be able to control how people treat us. We can't control any of that. But we have absolute control of our thinking. We have absolute control over our actions. And today I'm challenging you. Are your actions supporting your beliefs? Are you willing to get in the wheelbarrow? You say you believe. 
for those who believe in the Bible. Do you believe to the point of uncomfortableness? Do you give to the point of uncomfortableness? Do you know who you are? Do you know why you're here? Do you know why you get up each day, go to bed at night, and get up the next day and do it again and again and again? If today was your last day on this planet, do you know if you were successful or not? When you stand before God, are you ready? Uh, do you know the outcome? Are you ready to defend yourself for what you did, how you thought? Today on Like It Matters Ray, we're talking about becoming you. And today, we're talking about harvest time. It's payoff time. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss this last segment. We'll be right back. If you're confused, lost, lonely, or feel like you're living in a foreign land, you are not alone. This is Scott B. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio. It's this crisis that created Like It Matters Radio in 2015. God charged me to bring hope to the airwaves by bringing clarity to the confusion and to help guide people to function at a higher level. We bring truth therapy, and we need your help. Like It Matters Radio is now available to radio stations across this country. We need Like It Matters Radio in all 50 states, and here's what you can do to help. Please call the program manager of your local radio station. Ask them to add Like It Matters Radio to their schedule. It doesn't cost them anything and will add value to their station lineup. If you have questions, you can email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. Our nation needs to hear this message because our beloved country is rapidly deteriorating and freedom is continually being quenched. Call your local radio station today and ask them to add Like It Matters Radio. Together, we can help others live their lives like it matters. Turning on your favorite ministry or catching your favorite talk show. These are just a couple of reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio monthly. Visit dependonam.com to help keep AM radio in vehicles for the next generation. Should you try to install a tankless water heater yourself? Metro Heating and Cooling recommends using a professional plumber. Metro Heating installs Rheem, the number one name in tankless water heaters. The Rheem iconic super high efficient tankless gas water heater lets you load the laundry, start the dishwasher, and still enjoy a hot shower. For your no-hassle Rheem tankless water heater quote, call the installation professionals. Metro Heating and Cooling. Learn about this year's tax credits and rebates. MetroHeating.com. Hey, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. Here's who we are. We're learners. We take educational courses on new materials, have great relationships with suppliers, and stand behind what we do because we know why we do it. Look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA. The only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. That's 800-504-1123. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. Inspiration, education, and application. Heading off to Vegas for Leadership Awakening. It is a closed class. Thank you all. Uh, we're going to change, uh, man, 16 people's lives this weekend. It's going to be exciting. So we'll head out to Vegas. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. Uh, I do have uh, openings. I think it's uh, September uh, 21 through 23. I think it's September 21 through 23 uh, in Dallas, Fort Worth. I got openings there. Uh, October, I think it's 16th through 18th uh, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Uh, check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net, likeitmatters.net. And please, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, whatever that is, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please like us. Please share us. Please download. We get credit for all that. The more likes, the more downloads, the more listens, the more all that, the more uh, we move up the chain and we can get uh, monetized. So we need your help because we're out there to change the world one person at a time. That's really what today's about. You know, we can do all the radio shows. We have all the classes. But if we're not doing something about it, what difference does it make? You know, I talked about this in the past before. It's called the uh, Universe 25 Experiment. It really is about people. you got to understand people. The, it's by John Calhoun. The University 20, Universe 25 Experiment is one of the most terrifying experiments in the history of science. The idea of Universe 25 came from the American scientist John Calhoun, who created, quote, an ideal world, right? Isn't that what the Democrat, isn't that what the deep state, isn't that what the Biden thing, taking control of everything, right? They're going to create the ideal world, right? And so that's what John Calhoun wanted to do, an ideal world in which hundreds of mice will live and reproduce. More specifically, Calhoun built a, the so-called Paradise of Mice, a specifically designed space where rodents had abundance of food and water as well as large living space, right? Isn't that what we all, if we can just feed everybody, have water, and have a safe space? That's all we need, right? See, those are two different visions. You're talking about the unconstrained vision. That vision there is a vision without God. So think about what he did. This is what John Calhoun did, scientist John Calhoun. In the beginning, by the way, that's where it always starts there, whether you're talking about John 1 or Genesis 1, in the beginning, uh, Mr. Calhoun placed four pairs of mice that in a short time began to uh, reproduce, resulted in their population growing rapidly. However, after 315 days, their reproduction began to decrease significantly. When the number of rodents reached 600, a hierarchy was formed between them and the so-called wretches appeared. The larger rodents began to attack the group with the result that many males began to, quote, collapse psychologically. As a result, the females did not protect themselves and in turn became aggressive toward their young. As time went on, the females showed more and more aggressive behavior, isolation elements of reproductive moods. There was a low birth rate. At the same time, an increase in mortality in younger rodents. And by the way, all this is happening right now. But no one wants you to know that. So if you looked at real data, uh, not pathos, uh, but really logos, if you looked at data, you'd see this. Then a new class of male rodents appeared, the so-called beautiful mice, right? The feminine mice, the effeminate mice, the Barack Obamas, the beautiful mice. They refused to mate with the females or to fight for their space. They were castrated, basically. All they cared about was food and sleep. And at one point, a beautiful male and isolated females made up the majority of the population. Sound familiar? According to Calhoun, the death phase consisted of two stages, the first death and the second death. The former was characterized, characterized by the loss of purpose. I talk about this every day on this radio show. Logotherapy, 
a reason for being, a reason, a will for life, a lack of purpose in life beyond mere existence, no desire to mate, raise young, or establish a role within society. As time went on, juvenile mortality reached 100% and reproduction reached zero. Among the endangered mice, homosexuality was observed. At the same time, cannibalism increased despite the fact that there was plenty of food and plenty of maters of the opposite sex. Two years after the experiment, last baby of the colony was born. By 1973, he had killed the last mouse in the Universe 25. John Calhoun repeated the same experiment 25 more times, and each time the result was the same. See, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have a blind faith. I have a very, very Logos faith. And by the way, have you ever wondered? Have you ever wondered if the Bible is historically accurate? See, you got to have a standard. Mine is the Bible. See, that's why I can take action. That's why I can have people ridicule me and all that. All great article by Russ Witten. It says, modern archaeology has helped us realize that the Bible is historically accurate, even in the smallest of details. See, critics used to believe the Bible was wrong because they felt, they felt that King David was legendary. It wasn't real. But then, in 1994, archaeologists discovered an ancient slab in northern Galilee. And guess what was inscribed on it? The house of David. See, critics used to believe the Bible was wrong because there was no evidence outside the Bible that a group of people called the Hittites ever existed. The Hittite civilization is mentioned 40 times in the Old Testament, maybe a little more. So skeptics were convinced that this proved the Bible is a mythical creation. But then, in 1906, a German archaeologist, Hugo Winkler, excavating in Turkey, Discover the capital city of the ancient Hittite Empire, the entire Hittite library, and 10,000 clay tablets. Critics used to believe that a king named Belshazzar never really existed. You know Belshazzar. He's the one that lost the kingdom to the, the Medes. Uh, you know, he just lost it. They were partying, and the, uh, the Persians came in in the waterway and just took it over without a battle. It's in the book of Daniel. Read about it. They thought he was fake. But then... In 1854, Henry Wallinson discovered an inscription in Iraq that named Belshazzar as the oldest son and co-regent of King Nebuchadnezzar, who would have uh, would who would often leave Belshazzar in charge of Babylon while traveling. Read Daniel 5:29. It says he was Daniel was elevated to the third highest ruler, not the second, because of Nebuchadnezzar and because of Belshazzar. Used to believe the books of Acts, the books of the church was not historically accurate. But then there was this man by the name of Sir William Ramsay, who is well known to be one of the greatest historical scholars and archaeologists in history. Thirty years of archaeological research in the, research in the Middle East, Ramsay came to the conclusion that Luke is a historian of the first rank. Now, he said the author should be placed along with the very greatest of historians. He later wrote a book on the trustworthiness of the Bible based on his discoveries and then, and then converted to Christianity. So Ramsey found no historical or geographical mistakes in the book of Acts. This is amazing. Think about this. Luke mentions 32 countries, 54 cities, nine Mediterranean islands, 95 people, and he did not get one wrong. By the way, compare that with the Encyclopedia Britannica. The first year the Encyclopedia Britannica was out, you ready for this? Had so many mistakes, it had to be recalled. 
Critics used to believe the Old Testament simply could not be reliable. But then, in 1947, the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered. These scrolls contained, among other writings, every book in the Old Testament except Esther. Until the Dead Sea Scrolls were found, the earliest copy of the complete Old Testament was from A.D. 900. Scholars compared this copy of the Dead Sea Scrolls produced a thousand years earlier and found that the Old Testament had been tanned down perfectly. The Smithsonian Institute's Department of Anthropology says this about the historical reliability of the Old Testament. The historical books of the Old Testament are as accurate historical documents as any that we found from antiquity and are in fact more accurate than many of the Egyptian, Mesopotamian, or Greek histories. These biblical records can be and are used. The great Jewish archaeologist Nelson Gluck who is known to be one of the top three archaeologists in history, said, quote, no archaeological discovery has ever been contradicted a single properly understood biblical statement. Nothing. Science has never denied the Bible. It's always reinforced. Why do I say that? Because if we're called to do something, you've got to have confidence. You've got to have faith. You've got to believe. You've got to believe to where you're willing to get in the wheelbarrow. It was James, Jesus' half-brother, said, what good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith, does not have works? Can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled, without giving them the needs they needed for the body, what good is that? So all faith by itself, it does not have works. It is dead. But some will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one, you do well. Even the demons believe in shudder. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? And then the famous quote from Matthew seven twenty one: Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. You've got to get in the wheelbarrow. You can have all the dreams in the world, but if you don't take action, they die. you got to believe and then act as if and live it. And live it with passion, heart, body, and soul. Mr. Black reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Mike Gallagher here. Time is running out to join us in Israel this fall. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to stand with Israel. We'll visit amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk the same streets that Jesus walked in Jerusalem, tracing back the steps of Jesus and the disciples. We'll float in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects. We'll visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you'll always remember fondly. No other trip will be like this one. Sign up today to travel with Dennis Prager and yours truly, Mike Gallagher, to Israel. Call 855-565-5519. That's 855-565-5519. Or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. StandWithIsraelTour.com. Ringing Liberty and Truth. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.